Welcome back to Creative Fuse, the Dalton Focus podcast where we hear stories from local entrepreneurs, creatives, movers and shakers. Today we have Carrie Smith and her daughter Grace Ann. She's the owner of Highline Bake Shop here in town. Uh, and you are opening a new location, but you've been doing this for a while, right? Yes, I've been doing it at my home for about three years. How many? Three. Oh, I heard 30 and I was like, what? Uh, no. <laughs> you are... <laughs> You are not old enough to have a bake shop for 30 years. <laughs> well, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and give us a little background on how you got started, like how you started it and the shop itself, like the new brick and mortar as okay. well. Okay, so um, I've lived in Dalton my whole life and married and had four kids, 23 down to a 10-year-old. And so really I had no dreams in life other than just to be a mom. And they started to graduate. And one day I was like, they're leaving. They're going to leave me and I better figure out what I want to do with my time. And so I am, have always like cooked for people and I love having people in my home. And so I started kind of playing around with sourdough bread and just kind of thought, I'm just going to see how this goes. And so I just started kind of plugging along and people started buying it and it just I got some regular customers and they were really steady and I played around with a location but the prices and having three grown kids that I wanted to help get them married and all that kind of stuff just the fear of taking on such a big financial leap was terrifying and in December I had a partner kind of approach me and offer and they set up this really great financial plan and and I thought you know it'd be really crazy this happens probably once in a lifetime and it would be crazy to say no so and then right about well exactly the same week that the partner approached me the Mama Wilson's location someone said you should go look at it and so it just kind of fell into place and so far everything just keeps clicking right along I mean I still when I walk into that door I'm like what am I doing here because I just didn't know that's where I was headed yeah yeah high risk high reward though right right yeah yeah Yeah. so that's exciting I mean four kids like raising four kids is a is a full I mean that's a job in of itself that's an over full-time job it is an over full-time job (laughs) so Do they, well, I guess I'll ask you, Grace Ann, do you get to play like taste tester? We do, we do. I mean, she's always in the kitchen cooking up something and we just get to quality control. What are your favorite things? I love the orange rolls. Those are really good. It's all really good. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about the process of opening. This actually, I'm really curious about. Okay. The process of having this business and you're running it from your home Mm -hmm. before you have the brick and mortar. Okay. So what is the sort of like legal process you have to go through to be able to do that as a certified business? Okay. So really for the cottage license, um, the, it's, oh, that's what it's called. Yeah, it's How a cute. it's a very a um, in Georgia now in other states it's it can get pretty restrictive. You know, mm-hmm. um, in Georgia it's very. I mean, as long as you're not like I said, do anything that could hurt anybody, yeah. like time, temperature, controlled substances, it's a pretty easy process. But the and really the the brick and mortar location has been pretty easy sorting it out just because I feel like everybody locally has been so supportive and really helped teach me where I need to go and lay out the plan. So it's been 
it's at times it's overwhelming just because there's parts of the business process that I mean I was a mom for 20 something years and now yes I am still (laughs) a mom but now I'm like thinking about like business licenses and all these things that just don't normally fit into my brain And and there's no one place that can just give you a checklist exactly it's like okay here are the steps you have to follow it's like okay i've got i started a you know an llc or whatever and then Mm -hmm. you've got to go to this like next place to start yeah it's really and then taxes and even like (laughs) checking accounts i mean Mm -hmm. I, i didn't have a job for outside of like odd jobs so as far as money my husband made all the money and took care of all the bills and finances so as far as me stepping out on my own and figuring out yeah accounts and taxes and stuff it's been really like eye-opening yeah kind of thing yeah it's a lot yeah what has been your favorite part of this whole process so definitely my favorite part outside of the bacon because i still really love what i do is the customers i i mean you when you start a business i think you tend to think it's going to be your family and friends who who are your Mm -hmm. biggest supporters but really for whatever the reasons are it, that's not how it plays out. And you end up meeting so many people who are happy you're doing what you're doing and yeah. you connect and you build relationships. And that has been probably my favorite part. Yeah. 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 And I think it's cool. And, and Dalton too, being such a sort of that like small town feel yeah. has, from what I've heard, anyway, I don't own a business here, has been really supportive of small locally owned businesses. Mm-hmm. So how has Dalton, whether it's been like, in the process of getting all of the licenses Mm -hmm. or showing up at different events and like marketing yourself, which is also very hard. um, How have they shown up to support you in ways that you were maybe not expecting? Okay. So I was really intimidated coming into downtown just because, um, like I said, no previous business experience. And I grew up in the county and that felt kind of like maybe I might be an outsider coming into the the city, which sounds kind of crazy. But once we announced that we were opening downtown, people went crazy supporting like they reshared and uh, local businesses contacted me. We were so excited. And that was just put me at ease that okay everybody's really happy this this is coming and it felt like I was kind of invited into a little group yeah yeah are you gonna have when's your anticipated opening date do you know hopefully April okay I don't really have a date set yet are you gonna have a big celebration yes what you gonna do for it we're (laughs) gonna have a party for sure we're gonna feed some people I don't know I mean we I think so I love dinner parties and so that that could be a way but probably just baking a whole lot of stuff and opening the doors and um, inviting everybody to come by do you do wholesale as well so that's in the works okay and it's probably going to be a part of my business I just really want to start slow and not overwhelm myself and make sure that what I'm doing is quality mm-hmm. over quantity. Is it going to be just you in there or are you going to have well, some help? Well, I, I will need help, but like that is one of the things that I'm kind of working through is to find somebody who wants to be there at 4.30 or 5 in the morning mm-hmm. and then having any type of knowledge or passion for dough, sourdough, and that kind of thing. I'm afraid that might be hard to find, but that might be surprising might be maybe not you think yeah, yeah I hope I'm, so I'm a 5 30 a.m. oh okay so like <laughs> well I know a lot of people like to get up early oh, I love um, it. but I, I normally don't but with this I have really enjoyed getting there early everything's mm-hmm. quiet in the morning and you Definitely. can like 
think through your whole day i mean to be fair i go to bed at like 8 30 <laughs> so yeah I, I kind of wake up naturally at that point but yeah there's probably people out there yeah i hope so so what's yes. been the most challenging part of it all so the most challenging part is probably been, like I mentioned, the learning curve of just not having prior business experience. But then also, I'm really, really, my focus is my kids and sure. the struggle of turning my brain off to go home and focus on family. And um, we have a little one, a little 10 year old who I am constantly feeling pressure of like, don't drop the ball, don't drop the ball, don't forget socks, don't make sure he's got to be here. Yeah. You know, probably that's the biggest part is um, I've been at home so long and now that I'm not it's making sure I can balance it all that's a big transition it is yeah yeah and there's gonna be I'm sure some some ups and downs in that but it seems like you're doing a great job yeah (laughs) yeah well when we were younger it was always she was solely focused on us and she wasn't doing anything else so I think she gets that way because she's doing something that she wants to do and she's working on something of her own and so she's she feels that way but yeah it's not, not true <laughs> I have been really blessed like my big three kids have been the absolute best fans any mom could ever have I mean they have really pushed me to step out when I was so nervous about it and then my little one has just been wanting this from the beginning so yeah. I have been really really blessed but I think there have all been moments where we've been kind of like where's mom why is mom not here yeah. when I come through the store, you know, or why is mom not answering my phone or so that's been kind of an adjustment for all of us. Yeah. I think one of my, one of my best friends is a mom and she has a conversation, her kid, her kid is four, mm-hmm. but she has a conversation with her a lot. And she's like, for mom to be the best mom, she's got to go do the thing that she also really loves to do so that she can, you know, mm-hmm. bring that home to you too. So mm-hmm. I mean, that's some of it. I was going to ask like, how do you feel like you guys have supported her? But yeah, I mean, it's what she I mean that's her love language is to have people around and to be able to feed them and so for her to be able to do this on a larger scale I think it's what she really wants to do and she's never done what she wants to do so so now she gets so I think I think it's really cool to watch her do what she wants to do I think that's great and you are out of school yeah I'm in cosmetology school right now okay cool yeah what do you want to do with that um I'm I don't know if I want to open my own salon yet, but right now I'm just focusing on learning and getting really good at each technique and things cool. like that. I bet when you are ready to open your own salon, yeah. you can get some pointers yeah. from mom, yeah. Yeah. who's right. now yeah. done the whole business thing and mm-hmm. made mistakes and corrected them, and yep. she's like, here, all the knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> well, she's been a real role model oh, through each stage. Nice. So That's great. That's, yeah. sweet, that's really cool. I know, I mean, Dalton's excited to have we're we're excited to have mm-hmm. somewhere we can just skip over and get treats yes yeah. <laughs> i hope so so well cool where can people find you whether i know the brick and mortar is coming so if yes. you want to give the address for that and then where can they find you online okay so i am at 109 north pent street which is where mama wilson's shop used to be okay we aren't open yet but you can find me on uh, social media instagram highline bake shop and Facebook under the same. Okay. Yeah. And then how did you come up with the name Highland Big Shop? So we were, when the kids were little, we were big hikers. Okay. And we mm-hmm. hiked a ton. And up until, I guess within the last, we've probably not hiked as much the last three years, but there is a trail in Montana called Highline. 
And I don't know, we were just really, I really wanted something business-wise that was reflective of like who I am and Mm -hmm. our family. And my husband mentioned Highline and I was like, that's perfect. And it just kind of stuck. So I think that's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're, you a logo it's like a sunshine okay yes okay I thought so yeah all right that's great yeah so the sunshine has been like so when I was little my mom used to sing you're my sunshine and for some reason that just stuck with me and when my kids were little I would put little hints of sunshines in their Mm. rooms or stuff you know and it just I mean we love the sun and it just kind of was second nature oh, so it sounds i mean it all sounds like it kind of just like fell into place like it yeah. just worked it's meant to be yeah. yeah 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 and it seems like you have a ton of support yes it mm. definitely does oh, that's seem really like. really cool yeah do you oh ooh, okay what is your favorite <laughs> thing to bake okay and or to eat that you make and if they're the same thing that's fine but if you have like okay. two separates okay so i guess it's all this the favorite things to bake are the breads probably the sourdough loaves because they're pretty time consuming and very hands-on and they are they are for a large part healthy nutritious nutritious mm-hmm. and so I love making something that tastes really good but it's also gonna make your body feel really good I can kind of get like geeked out on that whole thing and <laughs> please do can you tell me more about well, how my kids could probably recite when they were little I would talk about how like if you grind the wheat you're getting the whole thing and all mm-hmm. that it does to your body and and I can get really crazy into that so so probably probably that my favorite thing to eat right now is I was working with a loaf that was in a cookbook that I'd found and it's called the trail mix bread and it's mm-hmm. got peanuts peanut butter raisins and chocolate chips and it's really soft on the inside. And if you love peanut butter and jelly, you will love that bread. Oh, that sounds really good. It and really they're is. beautiful. Like, Are they? To watch them bake and then they... Yeah, they, we do watch the oven yeah. a lot. We have and a new beautiful. fancy Oh, that oven. has like the thing that you can see through. Yes. And we just It's like a warm it. glow. <laughs> you should get like a little webcam and just put it at the oven and like yes. let people... Like a time know, lapse. Yes. Yeah. Or like, you know, in the zoo where they have the cameras where you can like watch the animals. Yes. You should just have a baker cam. Yes. yes. People would watch it. Yeah, All the time. Could. I feel it's like that would be Well, I always so wonder like, am I posting too much? But like, I enjoy it so much that um, I just put it out there and see. Yeah. If you enjoy posting in the social media, keep doing it. It's only going to help. Well so far <laughs> oh that's great i mean walk mm. us walk me through the specifically me the <laughs> process of making a sourdough bread i've made approximately one loaf of bread in my lifetime okay. uh, and i found it to be very hard <laughs> <laughs> well it is in the beginning because it just feels weird but um so i've had a starter that i started about maybe three and a half or four years ago and I have just fed her constantly. You've and that's called the mother, right? Yes. I always relate it back to like kombucha. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind very of similar. similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you just feed that and you get it to the certain amount that you need for flour. And you, it's just water and flour and salt most of the time. So the D-Town Sour, which is just a regular loaf of sourdough, it's just flour, water, salt. Cool. And you just mix it and you let it sit for about 30 minutes and then you fold it, which is you take the bottom. I'm using my hands like you can see. I, 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 can, I can see that. She's, okay, so you, you're, you're scooping underneath. Yes, and so you're taking what's <laughs> under. And really, like if anybody is listening and they know bread, they know this. Yeah. So they're just taking the bottom and folding it on top. And you do that kind of every 30 minutes. 
for about three hours and then you're going to let it sit for a while um, get kind of bubbly and then you're going to shape it into a loaf and let it sit a little bit more and then you tuck it I always say I'm tucking my babies in at night and put them in the refrigerator overnight so and then you take them out and you score them you just with a razor and you just slash across the top what happens if you don't do that um, so the reason you do that is to keep it from busting somewhere that you don't want it to. Okay. So like at the side or whatever. Yeah. So um, like no matter what, that heat has to escape. Yeah. And it's, you want it to be pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I okay. mean, and ideally you really want a pretty loaf, but I try not to be so hard on myself because I'm like, it's good. still going to eat. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's the important thing. I did put a lot of pressure. Like if you get into this kind of thing and you go way deep and you end up like reading things and people doing France and all that stuff I had to come back down and be like I'm in Dalton yeah and We're not in France. <laughs> I'm not you know I've not been to an institute and been trained mm-hmm. um in my house teaching myself I need to not be so hard on myself that's almost more impressive <laughs> well yeah, like, <laughs> I, mean, I mean when you go to an institute and you learn these things like everybody there is learning them right like mm-hmm. you are gaining the real world experience and teaching yourself to do this thing and you're doing a great job at it well thank you i think we can overthink to the point where we just don't do anything Mm -hmm. in every area and i try really hard not to do that so it seems like you're succeeding well thank you from the outside anyway (laughs) well i'm kind of a mess but (laughs) look we all are (laughs) we all are anybody who says they're not a little bit of a mess is not telling you the truth that's true it's more fun this way (laughs) yep okay is there anything else you want to share about your new space or what you're making it's kind of your time so i guess like i love the support from everybody online um everybody's asking when i'm open i don't really have a date yet soon hopefully and then just be on the lookout for announcements of like girls nights we want to do that we want to do um wine nights that kind of stuff so just are you gonna have like classes so yes eventually okay yeah i'm very hesitant about classes because like i said i'm still so sure yeah. I mean, I, I often think, what, how would I ever teach somebody to do this? I'm still really learning myself. So classes are sure. Um, maybe even like cooking classes, because I know a lot of women feel like they don't know how to cook. And mm-hmm. so maybe starting out with something really, um, like I know I posted a roast chicken one day and everybody went crazy messaging <laughs> me. And I was like, it's literally the easiest thing in the world. I would be that person. And and you feel so accomplished when you pull that thing out. Like a so, whole chicken? Yeah. Yeah. I'm stunned. <laughs> you know, like you buy like a, <laughs> like a, like a whole like, chicken. Well, not like the head and everything, but like, you know, like you yeah. buy at the grocery store, a whole chicken. You know, with Yo, I cook chicken thighs in the crock pot. Oh, like, okay. Well, I'm, super easy. I'm so amazed by that. Were there like sides and stuff too? Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've realized um, growing up and being around other people that not everybody has a mom that has shown them how to cook and to how to do these things and so a lot of times when I'm talking to my friends or whatever and I'll, I'll talk about making something they're like you made that and I'm like yeah you can't make that like so I think I take that for granted a lot which I'm really I think all my siblings I mean we can all make yeah, definitely we could feed ourselves yeah so I think we're all really grateful for that well I think I started out not knowing how to cook at all at all and I had a friend who our husbands worked all the time and we would go over there we both had littles and 
she would cook and I would just sit and watch her and I was like I can do this and so little by little I just started doing it on my own and realized it's really just a lot of you know trial and error yeah and Mm -hmm. and it's I mean you can mess it up but you know it's it's doable as long as you're comfortable you got to get in there I think that's the biggest thing is comfortable in the kitchen I have like four dishes that I can make to sustain myself (laughs) well that's a start but we're we're getting but like baking is so different from it is very different cooking because yeah. you have to be so precise mm-hmm. with the measurements uh-huh. and then I'm curious since you're familiar with hiking in like higher altitude places uh-huh. does the weather ever affect anything that you're making yes constantly okay. so like uh, the kitchen was a little cooler this morning when I walked in and my starter had not quite doubled okay and I was like oh my gosh I hope this really does not affect yeah a really warm day you're gonna it's the lows are just gonna explode but if it's cooler overcast you're gonna have to have a little more time a little more patience Mm. and you might not get that fabulous looking loaf that you want yeah there's so much science that goes into it there really Mm -hmm. is i baked a cake i lived in colorado for a couple years and Uh i baked a cake while i was living there and i was like what is happening? <laughs> yeah. No one told me about the altitude. Yeah. Right. I lived in a mountain town and I was like, am I just really bad at this? I had no idea. Yeah. So there's so much that goes into it. really is. Yeah. I mean, a simple loaf of bread. So, yep. For sure. I mean, congratulations. Well, thank this is you. Great. Thank you. Yeah. We're excited. Good. Good. You should be. We're excited for you. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Well, both thank of you. you. For having us. It was lovely to have you. Thank you. It was good to be here. Thanks for hanging out with us today here at the H2B Creative Fuse podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe, whether you listen on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. H2B Creative is located in downtown Dalton and is here to assist with all of your marketing needs. Check us out at h2bcreative.com or creativefusepodcast.com or any of our social channels. Until next time, stay creative.